When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It depends on where the conversation leads us today. Say, I know. We don't know what kind of crazy things we're going to get into. We don't. Things, I know at least some things, but you know, who yeah. knows where those things will take us. I think I know sometimes, but then you know, we just end up in places and then okay. we're there. And then we tangent. And then it's popcorn cannon. Ooh, popcorn. popcorn cannon. That sounds like a fun idea. It's like it's already happening. <laughs> what is popcorn cannon? Like the existing... Like like, like part of the canon of popcorn culture. <gasps> there is such a thing? Yeah. I mean, everything we talk about becomes canon to the show, right? True. Yeah. True. It's real life canon. Exactly. It's real life canon. Hmm. Interesting. And everybody, hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin, and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me, the co-hostess with the co-mostest. Ready to ready to do some popcasting with you here today. You're really you're co-host. really taking the lengths as to which you can co mm-hmm. to the the. I mean, I'm nearly the limit. Yeah, you know, it's like I mean, I don't know that anybody else has tried to co. As many things as you. I've been trying to co things. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're, you're you're like uh, like the 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 most the most coiest of co there ever was. If there was a Wikipedia page for the term the prefix co, yeah, it would just list Jonathan Carlin. You know what? Notable co. <laughs> there almost has to be a Wikipedia page for such a thing. The, oh, certainly, right? certainly. In which and not that I would ever suggest Wikipedia vandalism, little colonels, but. You know what? I mean, if such a page exists, I think it needs an addition. If yes. not a complete rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> 
most notable co of all time. There you go. Speaking of, I believe at the moment, <clears throat> if if you've been a longtime pop listener, you know this was once a quest of ours. Um, but it's it's been a, a hot second. But mm. we, I, I believe that we have officially made it onto the Cave Spring High School notable alumni. I'm gonna look it page. up right now. And here's here's my fear, Ben, is that the very act of saying it aloud is going to disrupt the is going to because because people will go check and they will try to edit it or add things. And when they edit it, new notifications will be sent to people to approve it. And when they try and reapprove it, all of a sudden it starts looking fishy. It does. Like it right does. now we're just yeah. there. We're yeah. just I th- well I think right now we're there. Well, let, let me just see. Give, let give me just see. Let, let me know. Let me I'm going to confirm. I'm going to do a live confirmation as to whether or not we are on the Wikipedia page for Cave Spring High School. Under notable alumni where we belong. At the moment, we're still there. Okay, so here. Listen yes. up, guys. Let me just cool pump your brakes real quick. We're there. We did it. Well done. Do not go edit it. <laughs> Do not go change it. <laughs> right, right, right. For, for but but for realsies though, because yes, this is this has been like a, a long time, a long time in the making. But you know, it's kind of it's it's sort of interesting. So we just spent the past week uh, traveling down to Disney for what was probably one of the most unique and notable and memorable trips to disney that we've had it was crazy barring of course me getting married there yeah that was pretty good too i I don't think i remember that i don't think i can out notable that i doubt it uh as far as a trip to actual like parks is concerned though like the interaction with with the area i think there's a lot to be said for that but the thing was so we were brought down uh by disney which was incredibly cool but we were there with a group of otherwise very notable TikTokers, right? Yes, yes, the up and coming TikTokers. I, I would say that these people are are just full blown there. I don't I would, even know that up and coming is, is. Well, sure, sure. As long as TikTok has been around, they have been the like first wave, um, like high profile TikTokers. They're yes. amongst that first wave of people. Yes. Yeah. 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 So the the interesting thing that I that I felt about many of the people there is that, you know, like you, this is like one of those rare instances where you're like sort of having that like firsthand exchange with a lot of these different creators. Um, and so you end up like kind of like following each other and, and, you know, kind of getting to know these people a little bit more, but you know what? I was noticing that so many of them have blue check marks, Yeah, you know, like, or their own Wikipedia pages and stuff. Oh, do they? And I'm like, Wait a minute. What, what is Were the, you looking them up? I was looking everybody up. And they had up. Wikipedia pages? Yeah. What? I know. And here I am thinking like, well, what does a kid got to do? Well, well, well. It's like, it's it's so funny because I, th- I feel like you can tell people like, you know, we have on the on the Super Carly Mother's YouTube channel, we have over half a billion views. Right. Um, And it's like that feels like such a such an astonishing amount. Yeah. You know, and and like and. Beyond that, like we we have maybe I would say not for a lack of creative quality, but maybe like because we have been doing it longer. I would I think that out of the group of people we were there with, that we are probably the people who who it is most our sole career. Oh, for sure. I mean, almost the entire group we were down there with, yeah, they were they like they were, had become big on TikTok since the pandemic started. Right, right. right. So many of them, you're, you're, they have like exploded in the past 18 months or so. Right. But I would say most of these people have at least 2 million followers on TikTok. Yeah. Um, but maybe had not quite reached that stage of 
comfort or confidence or, um, you know, like, like build out understanding. And I, I don't even know how the TikTok creator fund works in terms of like how much you're making per view and stuff like that. No idea. Um, but it seemed like most of them are still all working their day jobs, but then also do this as like a highly lucrative like side project. Yeah, right. Um, but, but despite that, like they, they all seem to have <clears throat> reached that, like that, like notable marked spot that, that has been like forever elusive for us. Like, I don't know if like we need to just like star in something like in any capacity, uh-huh. you know, like to where, to where, to where you like, get a Wikipedia page, to where you get a Wikipedia page, right. Like, to where where you've there's, really there's, made it. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, apparently having like doing YouTube for a career is not quite enough to, to have reached that. Apparently it's not notable enough. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, anyway, so I, that's just, that's just one of those things that I noticed as long as we were talking about, you okay. know, all of, all of that. What? Let me tell So the trip to Disney was really cool and it was really fun getting to meet all the different, uh, like other TikTok people we were down there with what I thought was really interesting is that for as long as we've been doing it, if you tell someone, like if you meet someone in, in real life and tell them like what you do, or that you, like you make videos online or you're a YouTuber or whatever, it always sounds like it, the reaction is always the same. They're like, what? No, what? Like, that's crazy. Like it, it's still, and, and I think it's still true that it's a very new thing you could be doing yep. professionally. However... <laughs> On this particular trip, we were hands down the quote unquote old people. We, you know what I mean? We were like, we not, were. To, not to say that we were like, there weren't even other people our age there, but, um, it, you know, you'd be talking with people and you're just like, oh yeah, when did you start? When did you start? When, how long have you been doing it? Some people, you know, some people have been like on TikTok for a while, but then it really took off during the pandemic or some people, you know, they've been dabbling here and there. And, you know, when we're like, they're like, oh, when did you guys get on? Uh, when did you start? We we're like 2012. Like their their reaction was like, what? It, it, it could not have been like more obvious that we had at least been doing the online thing much, much longer <laughs> yes, than yeah. anyone else there, which is a very weird feeling to feel like you were the more experienced set of people in any of these crowds. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like I, I think that there's, there's so many different like avenues to kind of like look at this through because when, whenever I'm around people like this, the thing that's very, very, very immediately surprising to me is like, these are all people who are just like oozing with talent. Yeah. Like, they have like, there, there's so much that they have to offer to their craft that I'm always just like, why are we here? Like, like my, like my, <laughs> the, and this is, this is, yeah, you're talking like imposter syndrome. Yes, like, my imposter syndrome, yeah. like, like fires up in, in full, like V8 diesel. You this know, is, like this fashion. is the secret of every creator at every con though, is that everyone's looking around at everyone else and is positive that they're the least talented person in the room. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. And, and I would even say that talking to many of these people, they, they all voiced a very, familiar uh kind of sentiment to something that i know that i personally felt as youtube was was first taking off for us which was that like it was very exciting it was very exciting it was really cool it was like whoa like we're gonna be able to do this full time but then like as soon as you kind of like reached that point where where any part where it wasn't extra where it was like now i'm relying on it like now the parachute outside of this is gone now it's not like the extra fun income now it is like I need it. Right. You know, this is what pays like the, the mortgage and the bills yeah. and, and, and all of that type of stuff. And I remember just thinking like, 
constantly every single day it was kind of like well this this whole youtube thing like it's gonna be gone i mean if it lasts two years like i'll call it a win you Mm -hmm. know and and not like even then when i was referring to it it was very much the case that i was referring to it as like the whole platform like like not even me just thinking like that our channel might like reach obscurity it was more like but but like couldn't this just be a fad like like like, youtube at all yeah, yeah yeah like like how how are we to know um that like this will be the new thing that persists that is like that is that is like a glacier moving through time like it is it is large it is constant it is slow it is steady you know um kind of weird to (laughs) compare uh youtube to a glacier but i feel like it works Uh, no i get i see what you're saying yeah yeah it's gonna be here a while it's gonna be here for a while so that and i think that 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 was really the big thing and i think that talking to a lot of these people there was there was that very similar sentiment of kind of like um how do we know tiktok is gonna be around like you could do that there was like a certain amount of concern that it was like a like that the platform was already like had already peaked and was already like right. tapering off or something. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And and of course there's very famously like the, the precursor to TikTok, which is vine. Right. Which I mean was, was this incredible, like flash in a pan, wildly successful thing that launched so many modern creators today. Like, yeah. you know them because, because of vine. And now they're just, now they're just out there being, you know, cre- creating another capacities. But so uh, there was probably something very reassuring to the tune that all of these people who had these massive TikTok followings, primary like thought objective goal was to migrate to Instagram, to migrate to YouTube, to, right. try, to try to like, you know, bring their audiences like to, to these different, uh, like arenas that feel maybe a little more safe Yeah, uh, in, in on the whole. So, um, I don't know where I was going with this other than it was, it, it, yeah, the perspective shift was, was, was very interesting to, to kind of feel like you could advise maybe not like from a creative standpoint. Cause there's, like I said, there's just no way like these people are so creative yeah uh but there is sort of the the back end of it like like being able to speak from the experience of having been a a creator on social media for a period of time right um which on that note can i ask this question because i feel like this is something that comes up constantly fire away is what what do we call ourselves oh this question like because yeah (laughs) yeah because i mean like uh it's it's like are you a, I, f- I feel like people really migrate away from the word creator. Um, creator feels like it's not, it's not a great word, but I think it's presently the best like catch all. Sure. You know, um, it's better than influencer by a it's, mile. It's better than, I hate the word influencer. <laughs> I, I think, and I think all creators mm. hate the word influencer. Right. And that's the word, but that is the word that like all the ad agencies use with the brands because it's so it sounds so much better like these people are so influential and it's like that is not why I'm doing this stop I'm not trying to like no what do you yeah that's a bat I don't like that if it colors the whole th- everything in it's, a very like uh negative way right well so and I, I think that like again if you're, if you're gonna get like real meta with with what's happening like behind the scenes with this industry as it grows I think a lot of what has happened is, there were there were some brands that just super early adopters of the idea of like, hey, this person, you know, like they're talking to five million people a month. Like, yeah, we can we can talk to them. Um, but it definitely became something where I think 
people who are in advertising, people who are in marketing are going to conferences where at the conferences, they're having discussions and meetings and like powwows, fireside chats about like why you need to get into influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really like what's, what's pushing the term that much more is that you're literally dealing with people who are standing in the educational environment on how to advise other marketers, other advertisers on how to like enter this world. It's almost like they're projecting it onto the people who then go out and look for the people who then they they refer to as influencers. Right. Which then kind of like perpetuates this, the same thought. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I do think that's where the term comes from. I don't know if I have a better option. Like the term, like for the longest time, I just said I was a YouTuber. Sure. Which I mean, like that that was like the platform I wanted to be on and the one that we were on and like is obviously like our main thing. Um, but like YouTuber is not always the best word for like everyone because some people might they might not be on there at all. Like their platform might be like Instagram or yeah, TikTok mul- or something. Yeah, or some some version of multi platform where you're just you're you're on a little bit of everything. Right. But without a doubt, you're all sort of in the same, like you're all still swimming in the same pool more or less. Sure. Right. So like, what is what we, there's got to be a better word though, than just like creator or influencer. We'll work on it. We will work on it. Yeah. Should we just, maybe we just need to like a completely invented word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, spackle groit. Spackle groit. We are spackle groit. <laughs> I think we're going to, I'm going to circle back on that one. You don't like that? Spackle Groy? I don't think that's quite catchy enough. It sounds a little gross. I think it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It reminds me of drywall. Yeah. It reminds me of drywall and like, like fungus. Mm, Yes. 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 Maybe a fungus, fungus based spackle compound for fixing drywall holes. Right. Spackle. Cause you're going to like you, that's the like fix holes, right? Yeah. 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 yeah on walls and yeah. like fungus is like, it's just like, it's there. It's just sticking around. That's what, you know, that's the whole point. The influencers, the people making all the stuff, they're, we're here, we're here to stay. We're fixing holes. People we're fixing holes. We're here to stay. <laughs> I think we, I think we need to, I think we need to workshop it a little bit. No, I'm all right. Whatever. Okay. I, I, something tells me people are going to like spackle groits. Okay. You know what, Ben, you know what? Apparently I'm going to take a hard left turn here. Ready? Woo. Segue. We, we were due. We were due. We were due. Okay. 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 We need to revisit a topic from last week. Okay. Because, because Ben, I have more things to say. Okay. What's okay. Ready? Okay. So last week we talked about, how vampires drink blood. Well, they have teeth straws. Exactly. Teeth. And we were me and you were both under the very correct assumption that when they bite into someone's neck and they start sucking, the blood is coming directly up through their teeth where yes. they then ingest it. Because because I we go back to it, but I mean there's always the the classic vampire bite like indicator yeah. on, on someone's neck is the two holes. Right. It's it's a very it's a very neat you know, yeah. wound. Right, right, right. There's not like pools of blood lapping up all around those things. That is a clean wound because vampires are a little dignified. You know, they're oh, like, for sure, yeah, for they sure. got they have a good fashion sense. They're kind of fancy. Yeah, like they don't they don't want to be getting blood on their tux. For That's some reason, like, I also imagine that they have like the like the napkin wrapped around their neck, like. Well, no need. Maybe they do, but no need because it comes directly into the teeth. Exactly. Well, no. sh- certainly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, I will say, people 
We put this in. Uh, it was I went over to the Reddit to see if people had made a poll. Yeah, and they had. Okay. And how do vampires drink blood? And I will say, thirteen hundred people voted. What? I was like, whoa, that is impressive. <laughs> it is an impressive poll. It feels like maybe it made some rounds around the Reddit a little bit. Okay. But uh, let me just say, seven hundred twenty-eight people voted that vampires bite and then drink like complete slobs. Okay. No, and only five hundred and sixty-nine people said teeth straws. <sighs> Which means the majority of people are in camp, bite, then slop. I don't like it. I don't like it. This is, I don't know what, what are, what, Ben, what are people thinking? That they're werewolves. That, yeah, I yeah. mean, you guys know we're talking about vampires, right? Got long pointy teeth. Yeah. Otherwise, what is the point of the teeth? Yeah. And I, look, I was looking at some of the comments as well. And some people's arguments were like, no, it has to be, it, if it was teeth it would call it it would mean your whole body had to go through like some sort of anatomy change and i was like that's your problem you're being transformed into a different creature already of course like why is that an issue yeah where where is your suspension of disbelief yeah yeah, why are you okay yeah you're okay believing that like that that vampires exist and that you transform into a vampire but not that you get the teeth straws like i don't understand this to me it is Blowing my mind that other pe- that this isn't the way everyone has perceived vampires their entire life because I've never considered once that vampires are just down there like wah, 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 sucking up the blood, making that noise, <laughs> I don't which like, is how it would have to be. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Imagine, imagine this is what people are thinking that the vampire bite. Imagine the sound it makes when your dog is drinking water out of a toilet. You know, that like that very loud, just like lapping sound. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm imagining. These people think vampires do. Which is ridiculous. That's not how vampires drink blood. They bite your neck. They suck up the blood through the teeth. That's why the teeth have to be pointy. Uh, no, I they mean, have to get down in there. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I think that, I think that there's this signature bite pattern to yeah. go off of. Yeah. I mean, the reason that you know it is because, <clears throat> is because it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like this is another one. I feel like the word teeth straws might be throwing people off. I'm not ima- I'm imagining it's just very tiny holes. Well, know. okay. The other thing, too, is, is I mean, like... Like they always like the the classic vampire phrase is like I want to suck your blood exactly right yeah yeah so like yeah through the teeth straws exactly they're biting and sucking it's not I want to bite and lap yeah 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 I don't know uh, maybe, maybe we'll sway people maybe Ben we need to there can be uh, nothing but good news available to us or I, have <clears> you have you watched the Twilight films read the twilight films those are vampires right those are vampires yeah yeah that do i wonder if that gives more of a more of a clean visual because that was a rather popular series was rather popular i know they go as far as to like drink um uh blood through physical straws like out of cups oh that's kind of odd it, yeah i mean the point yeah i guess it just as long as it, you get it down so the, they're super civilized yeah they're so they the got point like, of almost having they got like, like donated blood you like, know like fast food yeah blood locations exactly it's yeah. kind of gross it, it, it really is it yeah really is. blood in the cup <laughs> blood i know we i mean say it like that right yeah it's like jack yeah. in the box blood in the cup blood in the cup yeah um let's move on let's move on yeah let's yeah. move on beth was anti-teeth straws i'm just gonna say that i okay. can't i was like i couldn't believe it i was like no no, Beth, you can't. No, you have to. You can't be in that camp. You can't, you can't be. We're not, married. Not in this household. 
We're teeth straw people. Now you need one of those bumper stickers that says like house divided. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like like normally it's because you like went to like rival colleges or something. But in this particular case, it's like we stand <clears throat> on different sides yeah. of the <laughs> of the vamp- fictional way in which fictional creatures drink blood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, but this is this is like a, a hill people die on, as far as I know. Yeah, most of the people being bitten by the vampires. uh okay okay another update from the reddit whilst i was over there this one was fascinating okay we talked before about how um characters named jonathan in tv shows are always like assistants or and uh one example a seagull (laughs) it does seem like uh, honestly it was very interesting because after we got off i even went and looked it up because i was like surely there's someone yeah did you find anyone well, the best one that I found was uh, several people sent me uh, John Wick from, oh. from the series John Wick. Yeah, uh, I, I believe that they said that he is at one point in time referred to as Jonathan. Oh, so it's his full name. It's his full name. But but, he, but even so, you see the problem. It's not like the movie is called Jonathan Wick. It is. It is not called Jonathan Wick. Right. It is in fact called John Wick. Yeah. And and I would have been surprised to have discovered that. It was because this is the thing. I think a lot of people want to shorten you down to like J O H N as if like that's the shortened version, but the shortened version of, of Jonathan to John is J O N. Correct. I I think. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I I would go as far as to say that, um, if you're spelling Jonathan with two H's, you're actively spelling it wrong. It's not like an acceptable alternate spelling. It's like you've spelled the name completely wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because, because, and this is the really weird thing, is that um, Jonathan is not a longer version of John. It's a longer version of Nathan. Ah. So the if you're if you're making because that that other H, the J O H N, would be coming from John, obviously not from. Nathan I see so so yeah there you go fun fact Jonathan longer version of Nathan so if you're putting J-O-H-N and you're adding that completely unnecessary extra H in there you've spelled it wrong I'm sorry if your name is Jonathan and uh you're just learning this but man you are you have like some you you are having a particularly spicy hot take kind of afternoon spicy hot take it it feels like it yeah yeah I feel like I feel like you're fired up today Uh, well but (laughs) is there is there other stuff that we can cover because it feels like today is the day to get stuff out I didn't finish telling you about Jonathan the seagull oh okay tell me more about okay so you you found it hilarious last time I recall that there was a seagull named Jonathan but but apparently the reason said seagull is named Jonathan is because there is a famous series of short stories about Jonathan Livingston Seagull by uh, American author Richard Bach, illustrated by Russell Munson. So I'll read you the short uh, Wikipedia entry. It says, yeah, uh, Jonathan Livingston Seagull is a fable in novella form about a seagull who is trying to learn about life and flight and a homily about self-perfection. So the naming of the seagull in Puppy Dog Pals, Jonathan, is a nod to this series of short stories about so, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Is, so is this a is this, is that a good thing? I think it makes it cooler. It yeah. Makes, okay. Yeah. Okay. This like was on the bestseller list for like thirty seven weeks or something. Well, oh, I see. Which what you're, is cool. so it's precisely thirty seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just something I don't know to read the whole article. Yeah. Breeze through Breeze it. Breeze you know? through it. Just gave it a quick once over. Yeah, it actually yeah. sounded like a a book that would be or a series of um novellas that would be in of interest to you because the seagull is like really trying to focus on like a lot of like self improvement and stands uh flies high above other seagulls as like a, a very unique bird because he cares about learning how to fly the best as opposed to just flying as something he does and eventually meets these other birds that go that show him like a, a different plane of existence where he basically flies up into heaven i guess i don't know it got really existential there for a second it sounds like it the adventures of jonathan livingston seagull <laughs> i'm <laughs> you know what i'm gonna have to look into it all right gonna, gonna have to gonna yeah. have to because you know how i love a good existential yeah crisis. i know i know you do <laughs> so yeah that's the that's why if you're watching puppy dog pals and you're like i wonder why they landed on jonathan that's why that's yeah why. great name for a seagull <laughs> oh man okay jay how about a corny joke oh fire away fire is this like mid-episode corny joke now Mi- mid-episode corny joke you never know when they're gonna strike element of surprise the element of surprise although yes. sometimes i like to think that they strike when there's a lull a lull. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like, you know what? There's nothing to say. Yeah. So how about a corny joke? How about a corny joke? It's it's a great it's a great way to fill in some time. Okay, so this joke is gonna come from Nora A, uh, who says, Why do sharks live in salt water? Oh, so this is gonna be something about like seasoning food or something. Why do sharks be like pepper water or something? Ooh, Are we getting off. close? You're getting close. Uh pepper water makes them sneeze or something. Yes! What is that it? That's it. That's it. Yes. No way. The pepper water, I like it because people typically are gonna they're gonna be like salt water instead of fresh water, but no, instead it's the it's, it's the salt, the salt versus pepper. the pepper. Like yes. those, those are the two available options. Yes, yeah, pepper water. Pepper water. Oh, here we <laughs> it go. Sounds so terrible. There's a pepper water sea over there. This is so peppery. <laughs> a smack of pepper to it. Oh man, yeah. So that was—I I don't know. I thought that was—I thought that was fun. That very, is fun. Very, very whimsical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. I just um, while we were at Disney World, I picked up some. Uh, well, we were we were walking around the whole trip. I was trying to find like really good souvenirs for everyone like back home. Yeah, yeah. Harder than anticipated yeah well yeah let me come on in that real quick because i feel like when we were kids this was something that like i don't know that our parents ever told us that this was going to be a thing nor like did i even know to expect it but our parents i think we've talked about before used to go and run like destination marathons a lot when we were kids so they would you know go to any far-flung place you know in the country or or where abroad abroad and I feel like the very first time they ever came back, they came back with like a bag full of just what to, what to me at the time felt like the coolest, most unique things imaginable. Right. Like trinkets and such. Right. Like like souvenirs. Oddities. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I was always like, I mean, it became something that I like super looked forward to. It was like when they were going on a trip, it meant like when they came back. We were going to like, they were going to like have something for us, which right. was like really neat. Yeah. And so one of the things I always remember, they brought us back, they went to Arizona and they came back and they got us each a cactus. Yeah. And uh, the older I've gotten, the more that I've wondered about these cactuses. Yeah. <laughs> I've wondered like, did you buy these in Arizona or like, like they almost also felt like the type of thing because I can't imagine flying with three cactuses. That's yeah. That is, you have to consider how they get the back. That means, Yeah. They were flying 
on a plane with cactuses in their suitcase yeah. or in a, some other capacity. Right. Because if you're just holding them, it's dangerous because they're cactuses. Because they're cactuses and they're also reasonably delicate. And, yeah. You know, they're like in a small pot, which, yeah. you know, can't be like tipped over or anything. So, yeah, I've thought back to these cactuses and I'm like, what, what were you guys doing? Because the other thing about coming home from our trip to Disney was that like I had to sit on my suitcase to zipper it shut. Right. And I'm like, how light were you guys packing that there was room for suitcase? For, for cactuses. For three cactuses. For three cactuses. For three cactuses. I want to say of different species because like each person had their own kind of cactus. We did. We did. Yeah. And I remember it was also like one of these things where they like a cactus is kind of like a, a really odd sort of plant to have because of the infrequency at which you need to like lack like of water like it to water them. Yeah. And even when you do, it's not very much. It's not very much. And I also don't think that they ever grew ever at all. Well, yeah, were they supposed to grow? I feel like they could have grown. Okay. I think that cactuses just grow slowly. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know much about cactuses. I think in my mind, eventually we were going to have like like hedge sized cactuses. Oh. You know, even though they just started. Even out of little, little tiny pots. These little tiny pots. Yeah. I thought, but I mean, sometimes succulents get unexpectedly large. That's true. You know, so, but true. These, these, these were not such. No. Do you, I'm, I'm imagining... I'm remembering a particular kind of cactus. I feel like I used to see all the time. It was just like a big, like almost like a leaf with just tiny little, not even like sharp bobs, just like tiny little prick. Uh-uh. Well, so I think I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, because we had at the the street that we grew up on was called Spring Street. Right. And it was a hill. Yeah. And um, the like, I used to like to like rollerblade up to the top of the hill and then just like book it down right you know i would get to the top of the hill and then just basically like yeah go go full speed ahead as fast yeah. as i could but as i was learning in the beginning i wasn't very good at stopping and so sometimes i had to like careen you know to to like one side or the other to like yeah. land in somebody's uh you know front yard and one of the people on the street they're like their front their front garden wall thing was just covered in cactuses. Wow. Which I did not know until I ran into them on my rollerblades. Wow. Just like full blown, like ran into a cactus patch. But not like the kind of cactus you're thinking of where it's like tons of really long, sharp needles. No, they were. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're, they were more like um, like four leaf clover shaped leaves. Yeah, like, like large leaves with like sporadic spiky spikes. But it didn't mean I didn't get a whole bunch of barbs in my hands. You did? I did. You did? I did. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. still dangerous. Still dangerous. Well, still not fun. I wonder if cactuses were just like more trendy. Because I remember it may, maybe it was that particular cactus patch and we just walked it, walked past it a lot. And I was like, oh, everyone else cactuses. But I feel like I remember. <laughs> What's up with that? I feel like I remember seeing cactuses a lot more in Southwest Virginia <laughs> than I do now. Yeah. I don't know if that's, if something has changed in the uh, collective collective conscience in the well, air this this is like one of those weird things where i i do think that there is a the extreme distinct possibility like i think very frequently like we'll look back at childhood photos of us and like being in these uh like color block sweater outfits you yeah. know top and bottom and stuff and and them being maybe like not like aging that well right and you're like mom and dad like well, why were we in this outfit what, what's like, happening here what, what's the deal here and it's like those were in then you know and and it's it's so funny too because i even remember like growing up dad had like his his like work around the house shorts which were like shorter shorts and yeah. I, th- I think we talked about this before but then like baggy shorts became in and all of a sudden it was like dad why are you wearing like short shorts man yeah what are like, you doing what's up with that embarrassing and, but it, like it's it's 
odd because as time goes on, it, you are just going to live through certain fads. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're going to live through certain trends. And so I, it's, it's curious to me, like, especially like as we were just wrapping up the renovation, like on our kitchen, because it did occur to me that like, as we were finishing it, I'm like, well, this is it. Like, this is, this is the kitchen now. But if I continue to live in that house for the rest of my life, like 25 years from now, I would need to probably renovate the kitchen again. Right. Cause you'd you, have stopped being trendy because it would have stopped being trendy at some mm-hmm. point in time. And you would want to like bring it back up to, you know, like, yeah, the kitchen's a little dated. You know, we, we re- redid it back in 2020. Right. You know, and it would be like this. I, I don't know. Like it's, it's so, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around that because it's like, because it's so it's, it's brand new right now. Popcorn culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's it's ooh okay long term prediction are you ready uh-huh. is that specifically because you happen to do it in 2020 you're going to you will end up falling into a category of home renovations that was like a like a pandemicovation or whatever oh yeah uh, like yeah, yeah pandemicovation whatever i'm trying to think of a fun word on the on the spot but like uh yeah like a a pandemic renovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because yeah. it was a very common thing for people like they were sitting <clears throat> inside their houses being like, you know what, it's, we're due for a change. Right, exactly. So lots of people started doing home projects. But predictably then, whatever styles are popular to do renovations for right now will have done many, many, many more than would otherwise be regular for the year 2020. True. Like whatever is a popular renovation style right now just happened way more than usual. Correct. Because of the because of this. So, I would bet that in the future that'll be something you can like spot. Like what year was this renovated? 2020. Not surprised. Not so yeah, I can yeah. tell. I can tell. I can tell because they're all the same. Everyone and it's going to be like a particular style that can, I think could like because it's going to be so um like pervasive. 
I think it could be like a thing that comes back. Right. That's <clears throat> that's very true. I could definitely see that. And but one of the big things that I saw, especially through like TikTok, was people going through and taking like a single wall and taping it like with all these different like geometric shapes. Oh yeah. And then like painting the colors and stuff. Yeah, that's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a there, thing. There's just gonna be I bet there's just gonna be tons of those. Yeah. It's gonna be like, what did this person what were the what did they do? What were they thinking? You know, it's like what? what they were thinking is they were stuck inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super bored. Yeah. But I think sponge painting. Do you remember sponge oh, painting? I do remember sponge painting. Yeah, I that like texture to the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like instead of using a paintbrush, you would literally go and get like a like a um, almost like a sea sponge looking thing. Yeah. Dip it in your tray and you just like blop 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 yep. blop until you covered the whole wall. Covered the whole wall. Yep. And it took forever. Or uh, like uh, wallpaper. Wall is another paper. one. Although yeah. I think wallpaper is coming back. It's in. coming back in. Or yeah. sometimes there'll be like an like a single wallpaper accent wall or something. Yeah. Yeah. True. This is so. This <clears> is something uh, like. We're, I, I've been working on the nursery for the baby yeah. a fair bit. And this has definitely been one of those things where I'm, for one, I've been obsessed with it. Like I've, I've been having like so much fun going through and like, yeah, getting it set up, getting it prepared and like actually being able to like put some energy into like my anticipation for the baby because yeah. there, there's, if there's one thing to be said, I mean, other than being as helpful as I possibly can towards Alice, there's like, there's not a lot that I'm able to do right until she's here yeah um so it's just like you know as attentive as i can possibly be and then also now i can finally start doing nursery prep which has been really 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 awesome um but so the for starters the first day that i did it i very unnecessarily pulled out like my paint spray gun yeah to paint the entire room which the room is about the size of our entire popcorn culture set like it is a very small room i think it's like eight by twelve okay um and so typically if you were going to like paint spray something you'd be prepping to paint spray like the side of your house right yeah the so whole huge. house yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like massive massive scale and so like i went through and i like taped everything and i like like plasticed off the windows and you know i got in there with my paint sprayer and it was just like it was comical how quickly it was just done it right. was like it was like ksh, ksh, ksh. well oh so you did paint spray it though i did paint spray nice. it. oh yeah yeah, yeah. do I, you know speaking of this i remember back at our old house on spring street that i do you ever remember dad just being up on the ladder painting the side of the house with a paintbrush with a paintbrush yeah yeah i, do. I cannot imagine painting a house painting with a paintbrush with a, <laughs> with a paint. it was like was he just like touching up particularly bad spots no i think he painted the house with the whole house with a paintbrush yeah i don't okay. know what, i don't know how he was after that but yeah okay he got it done yeah well good for him good yeah. job dad <laughs> yeah um but anyway yeah so that that's been like the other thing too so <clears throat> i um I, as i've been like trying to like pick things out for the nursery there there is the extreme awareness of the fact that these are things that are definitely trendy. Like yeah. there are like nursery trends that are like in and out and in and out. And, and it's like trying to like figure out like what is going to be like a good way to like do this. What will be fun? Like what can she grow into answering all these questions? But I feel like I have just gone full blown lean into it. So I have like, I have been going on like Etsy and ordering like just everything yeah you know like any any and everything i can think of i got like her name uh like in in like cnc carved out wood nice that's gonna, gonna go like above the above the excellent where her name's uh, yeah. the great news is that you can be at like just about as trendy as you want with the nursery because they just won't be you know babies that long that's true you know like it 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 only exists for such a short amount of time 
So do you think that as the boys get older, will you give them the freedom or like if they came to you and they're like, I want to paint my room pink. Oh, like, would you let them? No, paint? no, no. What about blue? I mean, it, yeah, is, is it you pink went for, and I went for like the, the farthest reaching. Yeah, not 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 pink because it's not like masculine or something like that. Not pink because that would be hideous. Well, OK, yeah. if they if they chose like a like a nice, pleasing color and I, I, I could see I would be open to like letting them to or to to changing the color of the room. OK, if they were like really if they wanted it maybe maybe if it was like an accent wall or something sure i could be down It'd be a good way to teach them how to paint you know get, get them doing some work <laughs> get them doing some work yeah oh yeah yeah um no, this is the kind of thing though like you have to have opportunities like when they're young to like let them learn how to do stuff like i was just thinking about this this past weekend we were at uh the lake for smith mountain lake and uh you know we were going out on the boat for the first time you know we yeah. had like luke out there and it was like it occurred to me like you know luke can stay on the dock we were going to go out tubing and i was like i can uh bring him on the boat and like let him watch or even like offer to let him like go in the tube you know we'll just pull the boat real slow uh-huh. let him have it or he could just stay on the dock it's like this is like one of those times where like as a kid like I, I have the opportunity to let him be exposed to a thing, right? You know, because you, it's very possible you just like grow up and you never went to a lake and you never rode on a tube. And it's just like, what is this? I don't understand. This is, you know, which which is hard for me to even imagine, right? But I think the earlier you can get, you know, kids exposed just to like lots of different things, it's just like the more open minded and larger their skill set for the rest of their life will be. Yeah. Yeah. So like with, with that, so for example, cause I, I remember, and I think I've even told the story on the pop, like the very first time I ever got behind a boat and went water skiing. Yeah. I remember like the fear of God was inside of me. Right. Like, I mean, I think even you were doing it and you seemed like completely at peace with it. You were excited to do it. And I was like terrified for you <laughs> because like I was convinced. I'm like, Oh my God, this is like this big machine that's dragging my brother through the water right now and like what happens if he falls like what if we lose him out here you know like my mind went to like such like drastic not a problem measures when right. it comes to like now how, like operating the boat myself it's like i would never lose the person who like dropped off behind me because right you're not that far away right <laughs> um you got like six other people in the boat staring back at the person right yeah yeah. there's, there's a lot that's going into like making sure that that person isn't isn't left behind or something yeah uh but as a kid definitely felt like much more of a thing so i remember like mom basically telling me that if i tried to water ski that she would buy me 10 Reese's cups. Wow. From, from wags. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like the local like store. Yeah. The general store, the general store you could go into. Um, and so I, I I was curious about this this past weekend because we had, we had Luke out there. We had the tube going, we had the boat going same boat, by the way, same boat as when we were kids, old boat. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I, I was like, I wonder what it will be like for him to see this. Like, I wonder what it will be for him to like watch us get in the tube and just scoot around back there. Yeah. Like, will, will he be like excited? Will he want to do it? Like, what is his, what is his reaction going to be? Yeah. I don't know. Like I offered to let him get in the tube and go in with him. No, I wouldn't let him go by himself. Let's be clear. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I offered to ride in the tube with him 
very slowly, which he was not interested in, but that was okay. I was really just, I really just wanted him to be in the boat and to see that there were people having fun doing this thing uh-huh. so that it could like be something he was familiar with and could be excited about later for future occasions for future occasions that was my goal okay so i think hopefully we accomplished that that's at least what happened <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one step closer yeah 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 like if this is just a thing everyone in the family does then one day i think he'll want to do it right so, yeah yeah that's my goal nice yeah and then then we get into water skiing <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah exactly move it on up baby steps right get in there I, I think I can connect some dots here okay based on stuff i had in the notes so you were talking we talked you were talking about um being being trendy in your baby's room. Last episode, we were talking about how whether or not, despite despite I think anyone's best efforts, they can't help but sometimes be like trendy. Like like um, you you said you were specifically trying to choose a baby name that was not in the top fifty. Right. But my and my guess is that you can't avoid it. Sure. Yes. <laughs> that like almost no matter what, it fifty years from now it'll turn out your baby name is. Amongst the top fifty, the, right, right. Yeah. So the the idea here being basically just that th- that through social interactions, through media, through a whole bunch of things like that, you just consume like by osmosis. Like you're you're not like intentionally basing this this choice off of like oh I really love this character, so I'm going to name them that character because I love that character uh, or anything like that. This is just sort of like it is out there. It is <clears throat> it is like peripherally popular right and all of the all that data made its way to you and you like absorbed it and then part of why you like the name is because it's like it's hitting all of these extremely abstract bells that are just out there and you're right but it's happening to lots of people yeah yeah yeah, absolutely exactly so yeah you're i think yeah the the naming after a popular character is a great example because like I would I would also bet that like 50 years from now there's just a way more Daenerys out there oh yeah is like otherwise likely to ever happen again just because game of thrones was hyper popular for like a couple years and people named or like daenerys or khaleesi or something oh i'd be so curious because one of the things i've been surprised about is that the name hermione is not more popular Mm, interesting yeah because i mean obviously from harry potter but like that was one of those where i didn't even know how to pronounce it when i when i was reading it as a kid because i had never seen the name before i thought it was just like a a made-up name right um but as i've gotten older i think i've only interacted with one hermione ever oh okay interesting yeah that's more than me so i'd be curious i'd be curious if anybody out there or do you have like a are you named hermione do you have a family or, member? or maybe that whole generation is just like that many years behind us it also you could know, be like Very if well we were be. all you know 12 reading the first book then everyone grew up and now all those people are like 10 year olds now or something right are we just getting to the point where the the hermione's will strike yeah are starting to like infiltrate the population interesting who's to say who's oh i guess we'll see we'll know we'll know soon enough we'll know soon enough, we'll know yeah, soon yeah. enough. but w- so like yeah if you had like a specific it'd be very obvious like why all of a sudden there was a spike in the name khaleesi Yes, you know, you'd, you'd be year. able to to point to exactly that thing. Right. But I think yeah, weirdly with like other baby names, it's like people are actively trying to not choose from like a certain list, but like they all end up landing on similar names anyway right. and create like a new most popular list like together. Yes. Like involuntarily. So, what I think is int- that that right there though fascinates me to no end that there's like like you can see the direct causes of like certain like 
trends like oh like if you know like fashion or something like everyone might start dressing a certain way because it's like this is what you know it's like high fashion just like filtering its way down from the top sure or something like that it's like you can tie it to specific trends and stuff but there's other things that feel like there's just enough other things happening in the world that it leads people into a certain trend and like i was talking to you about this beforehand and like uh i recently hold on was just uh trying to pick out some card sleeves from my pokemon cards oh yeah you know, from a deck right, so right, i could right. like interchange decks without having to like change a bunch of sleeves around right. i have a bunch of standing decks you just uh, switch the cards out pro tip yeah. anyway and you know so i wanted to have all the exact same sleeve for like as many as you know five or six different decks which br- important just important decision on what's that color going to be right because it's going to be like if you're you know if you're showing up week after week somewhere it's going to be like your signature color almost right right so yeah like i mean like with so many other things it's it's almost like uh like when we've bought like our our snowboards and skis and stuff like that like the color of of the things that you're strapped to dictate the rest of your outfit yeah so it's like if it's got green in there then almost the rest of your outfit's going to be green right you're always going to wear the same green outfit exactly exactly so anyway i was going through all like what is the best kind of sleeve you can get what's the best brand it basically came down to uh two different brands and we were going through them and the particular color that stood out to me and i can hold it up so people can see on the pop it's not going to be very obvious from where we're sitting or anything but it's like a I would describe it as like a dark pink, would you say? Yeah, I would say dark pink, dark is, a, pink. Is, a, is a fair... It's definitely not hot pink. Not hot pink. It's not, not like highlighter pink. It's not light pink. No, not like yeah. light. Not like pastel, but kind of like a... Like a... like a. Is it weird to say like a bright, dark pink? That's what I'm going to go with. It's kind sure. of like maybe a fuchsia. I don't know. Maybe mauve. <clears throat> anyway, you maybe don't need to see it exactly because my point is that all of a sudden, I have. I feel like I have noticed this particular color being very trendy like i feel like i keep seeing it everywhere and i'm not sure if like i specifically tuned into it that's what like i initially thought was that oh this is just a color i'm like really liking right now but i feel like we just saw shang chi in the legend of the ten rings last night yep and they go to this spoilers they go to this like mythical village or whatever and all the people eventually in that village go to like fight in some big battle for the end of the movie and all of their battle armor is this exact color it's and i was like what like that's not just me that's this is a huge massive pop culture movie sure like this this i don't i don't and it's like i don't know what about a color could make it like what what makes a color really trendy you know it just seems like such an abstract thought like what is happening in the world that is making a specific color very popular? I know it, well, and it's <clears throat> it's super interesting because I go back to like if when I was in college, I became like really infatuated with a combination of two colors, which yeah. was gray and green. Okay, I always liked having gray and green tied together for some reason, and so this it sort of became this thing like that was that was like a very like I said, I gave the example of the snowboard. My snowboard was gray and green. My entire outfit was gray and green. Yeah. Like so many of like my favorite, you know, like t-shirts and stuff. If I, if I were to go to the mall, gray and green. And so it was like, not only was it like this color combo that I felt like I was choosing on my own, but also it was everywhere. Like it yeah. was very easy to like get my fix for this because anywhere I went, th- they had like a, like a North face jacket that was featuring these colors right and so I, I kept picking it up kept picking it up everywhere and everywhere and i thought the same thing at that point in time too it was like do i like gray and green 
or is gray and green just really popular right now? And I, I was thinking about it kind of interestingly related to the pop is that like we talked about you drinking like monster energy drinks. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like monster similar to Red Bull became like a huge, uh, like outdoor adventure sports, like sponsor. Yeah. And so I, I almost wonder if like what was happening was because you had this giant green M that was like going on so much stuff yeah. that it just popped against like this charcoal gray color. Right. So like, was it literally the case that like the rise of monster energy drink was directly influencing what I perceive to be my favorite color? Could be. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know, but what's, what is the thing that's causing? Yeah. Like what, what is happening? Like what? Yeah. I, I it's like, it's, it's so weird. Cause it, it just, it, and I could be totally wrong. I just feel like I keep seeing this color all over the place and like clothing and like accessories or just, or yeah, on, on the big screen right now. And it's like, it's like a very prominent, you know, it's like an army is this color. Right. And I was just like, I, it, what, what would make, what is like, what is happening across everyone's lives that is leading so many people to think this is a really cool color right now and it's like it is a bit unusual like it's not like a really common color it's a, you know it is like a very particular shade of pink sure you know but it's like i i just, it's just fascinating to me that there's this like unspoken collective social consciousness that like everyone sort of like feeds into like unwittingly right you know right, like right. i i wish i had other like once upon, I started noticing once upon a time that like i feel like i started people doing like the chef's kiss that like Mwah thing right like all of a sudden and like i brought that up with uh jordan one day and she like looked it up and sure enough like if you just google looked at google trends for chef's kiss like it's use all of a sudden in like the last three years goes from like the very like this very steady plateau at the bottom to like this enormous spike and it's just like what what did suddenly chef's kiss just come back like why why was this what yeah what what led to and maybe there's like a specific catalyst i'm unaware of but like certainly it was it was obvious enough that I like picked up on it. Sure, like the 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 change in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the 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 recognition <clears throat> that like all of a sudden this thing has this come is, to be. I'm just noticing it. Yeah, so I don't know. I would love to like if anyone has any interesting like studies or stories about like a collective consciousness between all people. I would love to know about that. Yeah, it it would be very interesting to me to see like what what is going about dictating these types of things because is it is it the type of thing where it's like you're like this is like marketing or capitalism or or something like that just being like like just like a force and it's like haha like we have now right. entered center stage right or is, is does anybody have control over this is yeah it like the the mood of the world is right. shifting exactly is, it, is this like the result of like the mood of the world and this is the color like you know maybe there's like a direct influence. Like I can see if there was like a really, really popular social cause or something and it like chose this color as its thing. Like, you know, like if you watch the NFL, like once, like every October, everyone's wearing this, like the, the breast cancer pink. Right. You know, and it's like, I know exactly what that is. And you can see it trickle out into other things, but like, I don't, I don't know what's causing this or if like, yeah, if you have like a hyper popular character and they had like a signature blue or something, I can see like all of a sudden lots of stuff is that color blue because that, that character popularized it or something. Right. But I don't know what the cause is. Yeah. Well, okay. So <clears> I, in a similar note, like one of the things I was just thinking about was like, it seemed like we went through and we're, we're maybe still a little bit in this era of there being like super gritty 
like superhero movies. Oh yeah, right. Um, so especially like the the Nolan Batman series. I feel I think, like that was the kickoff. The kickoff for it. Yeah. But so that like that series would have been coming out, and I'm I'd be interested to know when Batman Begins came out. But like you're sort of in this like post 9-11 right around like the the housing market crash 2007 like yeah like, i think it was like 2000 like four or five when batman begins came out okay yeah yeah so like i guess like what what i would almost toss out there is <clears throat> was was there something about that grittiness that like resonated with audiences because during this period of time basically what you have going on is is maybe like a sense of darkness, maybe a mm-hmm. sense like a, like a, like foreboding. Um, and, and like, there was something about it that was very like cathartic to see it like on the big screen. Right. Like to see that, like almost mood reflected back at you. Right. To see like a world where like, Oh, that mood is being reflected back. And in this world, there's a superhero who can like make it all better. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like to almost, or possibly even like take, take what we perceive like, as darkness like a little bit further like situation that like is worse yeah so by comparison it's like okay like out here in the real world things are still colorful yeah like it's like it's not it's not like in the movie which which was so dark and then i'd be curious as well like from a directing standpoint from a lighting standpoint from you know like whatever creatives are involved with these types of decisions is is it playing into their decision making as to like why like, are they doing that intentionally? Are they doing that on purpose? Or are they also being impacted by exactly the same thing? Like, they're existing in a world that feels dark right now, that feels heavy, that, you know, whatever whatever the case I, may be. And I then, would think that is a certain level of, like, artistic recognition about the world around you. Okay. Like, going, that, that would be my thought. Like, I don't think it was just like, I think I'm going to make a dark and gritty batman and then all of a sudden it turns out like wow wow that was so lucky right like it just so happens to have struck a chord with people right yeah right that's no that's fair that's fair but then it definitely seemed to be the case that once people recognize that they then leaned in oh for sure i feel like if the the modern day dark and gritty superhero show is still just trying to mimic the dark Knight trilogy. Okay. That's always my interpretation. <laughs> right. Like when you see like all like the, the, you know, man of steel, it's like, yeah, this is just, this is just you trying to make Superman like Batman begins. And it's not, he doesn't have to be <laughs> right. 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 Just yeah. like Superman could be happy, you know, right. could be okay. Well, we, I go back to, I think a couple weeks ago, we talked about our very first movie theater experience. And I don't know if this was my first ever movie theater experience, but I know that it was like, an early one was going and seeing like the George Clooney Batman. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And and I feel like seeing that movie in theaters is like, even going back to that movie, it's like, it's, it's got like, I don't know. I mean, it's goofy for sure. It is. I, I, it's one of those movies that like, it has not aged really well in people's minds. Yeah, Like it is constantly made fun of and like, but I remember as a kid walking out of that movie being like, that was amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there was so much about it. Like, is it, isn't there like an ice hockey scene in the there, middle of it? There is a scene, yes, where Dr. or Mr. Freeze freezes a museum 
and he has a bunch of henchmen in there and Batman and Robin are on their backs and they click their heels together and ice skates come out of the bottom of their shoes and they're just like, let's go. Because why not? Because why not? Of course we have just ice skates built in. This was probably going to happen eventually. I mean, we need to be prepared for everything. Which I know, which which means the other 99% of the time they're walking around with metal blades in the soles of their feet. It's like, how uncomfortable must that be? Oh, it must be. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway. Metal soles. Yeah. Not not ergonomic. Whatsoever. Not ergonomic, which is probably important fighting crime. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. So that's that's interesting. Got to be out there late nights and stuff. Ooh, right. Got to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jay, how about how about as we as we kind of like work our way towards the end of the episode? Yeah. How about this week's picks? <gasps> this week's picks. Yeah. What do you All have right. for us? All right. Well, my this week's picks are uh, influenced by our most recent weekend at the lake uh-huh. where they have this really cool like a uh, movie theater room yeah yeah which by the way bucket list or at least the thing i want after i do slide theater room yeah i don't know but well i say that right now the only viable room in my house i think would be the just my basement room at the moment which i feel like i, I don't know it, it's the playroom and i think it will be the playroom for a long time sure so unless i can find a way to convert a different room into the theater room i feel like you could connect where your office is to the adjoining room which is currently a storage storage room room. take that wall down take that wall right out nice big long room nice big long room and then you could have your very own theater room the the storage room itself could probably just be the theater room even without knocking down the wall well that's reasonable possibly possibly that would be fantastic anyway that's that's something i want in my home eventually because this room was awesome and i loved it and i've always thought home theaters were really cool and get a nice big projector anyway um, Luke also thought it was cool and it was a good place to just go sit and relax and just like get away from all of the noise and just have everyone be calm for a few minutes. That is so funny because <coughs> as I, I was the only one there who was not a parent, uh, <coughs> during yeah. this particular trip and I did not go into the theater room at all. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So. Well, I can tell you that me and Ty and Beth and you know, all the kiddos were down there at different points throughout the, throughout the weekend and, uh, the show, that we were watching uh that was that i was enjoying the most is a show called bluey okay it is a kids show for sure it's on disney junior but it is hands down my favorite show luke watches from an enjoyment uh from a parental enjoyment standpoint okay it is hilarious like the I I mean I was laughing out loud watching I don't you know I don't think most of the jokes just go over like Luke said or whatever I was just cracking up because it's so funny sometimes that if is- you are a parent and you haven't discovered Bluey it's on Disney Plus it's about a family of dogs and Bluey is the the older uh, daughter I guess but uh, it it is so funny it's mostly just her and her sister playing imagination with mostly their parents and their dad in particular is hilarious it's an australian cartoon everyone has australian accents which makes it that much better and i just i would recommend it it's very funny it sounds like anybody could enjoy that i think anyone could even if you don't have kids just pop on bluey just see just see right you'll enjoy it there you go maybe maybe like watch it before you have kids and then once they get older you can like explain the lore to them yeah exactly deep lore in bluey it's like a weirdly self-aware show sometimes like the show like bluey will always announce the name of the episode like after a minute it has played like they have like a little cold open then she'll be like this episode is called hairdresser or whatever 
but then like two minutes later into the episode she'll be playing hairdresser with her dad and she'll be like you've got nits which i guess is um fleas in australia i don't know oh, maybe. and then they cut back to the title screen and she'll be like this episode is now called nits <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny yeah okay okay i like the self-aware humor there bluey yeah i wonder what the educational opportunities there are for like breaking that fourth wall for kids so early oh i don't know it's yeah. like like maybe getting more into the mindset of like this mm. is this has been created it's not yeah. like, i'm not escaping i'm like understanding it yeah yeah okay exactly okay so for for my pick of the week so i we've we've got ted lasso back which has been amazing <laughs> the best um yeah so I've, I've been super enjoying season two of that but the other movie that i watched recently i think I've, i may have brought it up on the pop once before but it is called mm. it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood and it's like the story of like the real world like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Um, Inventor of Daniel Tiger, another great kids show. There you go. (laughs) I'm going to see the world in such a new lens here in a couple, couple of years. Yeah. Um, But this, this movie, I would say I would absolutely recommend watching if you like Ted Lasso, because it is fascinating to me uh, how similar Mr. Rogers, the real world person was to, to like a kind of Ted Lasso, type of personality just like like very positive very happy very like like wanting to you like to give his full attention to to every person that he talked to you know what i really appreciate about ted the the ted lasso tv show is the little intro where ted is like sitting down in the bleachers yes yes and like as he sits down like a bunch of the uh the seats change from blue to red and they eventually spell out Ted Lasso. Right. Yeah. I freaking love it because all the seats have like graffiti on them and they've been like vandalized or damaged in some way. Sure. But then every seat that Ted touches that turns red is clean. (gasps) It's like, oh, I get it. Like he takes like one seat in the stadium and like he doesn't, he doesn't reach every, he doesn't reach every seat in the stadium, but every, every seat he does touch becomes clean and it's just like a little bit better. Oh, I love that. I know. I was I like, oh, that. this is so good. Because he just, he makes lives of everybody else around him better, even though he's using his positivity as a right. coping mechanism. It's just like one person. It's like the difference one person can make. And then he just, yeah. And then it spells his name, of course, which is the rest of the metaphor. But Of course, yeah. 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 There's, there's so much to aspire to, though. Like, yeah. to be that person, like, in in the people around you's lie, life that can be, like like, just continuously making it more positive. Mm-hmm. Like your impact, your, what you're leaving on the people around you is just, is positive. Right. It's helping them. Right. It's maybe like a little intangible, but yeah. yeah. I love it. Fostering a really positive environment. There we go. There we go. All right, guys. There we go. Thank you. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Pop. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture. We are also on Reddit and Twitter, or you can email me by uh, shooting an email over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. I do read the emails, I promise you. Uh, we get just a good medley of them through, but I try to respond to as many of them as I can, but I love all of the feedback always. Uh, also, oh, last, last bit before we finally sign off, we have a review. We have to we have to hit the reviews. Let's do it. Let's Le- hear the review. Leaving a review is one of the best ways to help support the pop. If you haven't already, we do super appreciate it. And if you leave something super fun and witty, uh, then maybe we'll read it here in our final segment of the episode. This week's uh, review of the pop comes from Jen, comes from Jen Ann Creates. Uh, the title of it says, "This is my brain on pop." 
Um, pop corn culture feels like someone put up a mirror, uh, put a mirror up to my brain. Pop culture segueing into deep uh, thoughts, jettisoning over to corny jokes, all with the cadence of a campfire conversation with friends mixed with my attempts to retell a dream upon awakening. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> it's pretty spot on. There you go. We are random. We yes. Well, sometimes, sometimes if you would like to leave a review, I think these are all from Apple podcasts. That's where it's happening. That is where the majority of them have, have existed, but all anywhere right. is helpful. Yeah. So all you have to do is you just open it up and go to the, go to the pop. It'll ask you if you want to leave a five star review, obviously do. And then just type in a review. And then, uh, <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much, guys. Until next week. Pop, pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.